This episode of Juggalo Judgment contains pretty mild gangster rap themes, I guess. Yeah, you know, it's 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 whatever. It's kind of generic when you get right down to it. But uh, you know, still it's violence and stuff. So, uh, listener discretion is advised. Good evening. Okay, too bad. Yeah. Okay, with fuck that. you. <laughs> Get out of my house. <laughs> What's up, y'all? Fine, fuck it. No, no, we're done. I'm we're do- done. Doing this alone. No. Just, just. I'm Shmeev, and to my left is nobody. And um, today uh, we're, we got a special episode my for you. We're gonna be talking God about Blaze Dead Homie. Oh shit. The EP. By Floor Blaze, you dead home. I'm wearing socks, and I don't do well with hard floor. This is Juggalo Judgment. <laughs> I covered all that. I didn't hear We're it. We're ready to crack open a Fago was, almost. No. 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 <laughs> if you're just joining us because you decided that Blaze, you dead homie, should be the first episode you listen to. Why okay. would you do that? Blaze is cool. You're a returning uh, fan, listener. We appreciate that. Thanks for coming back. Yes. Um, this is the second of two episodes that we're recording today. Yes. Um, had a McDonald's break in between them. Yep. Nice walk. Yep. It was it was pleasant. Um, and we uh, we we think depending on when this is coming out, this should be around gathering time, either either week before it would start or maybe the last day of. Yeah. So maybe you'll listen to this when you're on your way home from the gathering. I'm sure somebody's. Congregating somewhere. True. Whenever this comes True. up. Regardless, be safe going to the gathering and leaving the gathering. Be super safe while you're at the gathering. Yeah. Don't be an asshole and throw shit at the performers. Don't get fucked up. <laughs> if if there's anything exclusive there, hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> I need that shit really bad. Yeah. Still waiting for them to put Forgotten Impression Six on their uh, on their uh, site. It's it's available to buy as a digital copy. Hmm. I did break my rule of streaming it before buying a physical copy, though. Um, and it's it's okay. Is it? It's not the best Forgotten Freshness. It's okay. I think that five might be better. Three is pretty good. Yeah. No, um, uh, oh. I'm, I'm looking it up, and uh, actually, our episode after this one is going to be during it. Oh. Or at the end of it, more or less. Oh, so based on when these are coming oh, it's out. It's going to be right after it, actually, because it ends on Saturday, apparently. The Gathering ends on a Saturday? Uh, 2019 Gathering the Juggalos is from Wednesday, July 31st to Saturday, August 3rd. Wow, it's super late this year. You know what Saturday, August 3rd is? It's the Heart concert. You gotta go see that. Oh, nice. Yeah. I've seen Heart before. They're pretty good. Yeah, they're a good band. Pretty damn good. I saw them with Def Leppard. So, um... So we got another episode. This this one will be before it, and then... Oh, which means that this will be the episode before the three uh, that we don't know what we're doing yet. <laughs> yeah, so on your way 
maybe if you're if you're staying the extra day for Sunday and just traveling back on Sunday, you'll have uh, if you stay there till noon, <laughs> you'll have uh, <laughs> you'll have noon noon our time. You'll have bizarre or bizarre or, or freak show freak show to listen to on the way back. Yep. Actually, let me let me. I need to see something real quick because uh-uh. I'm pretty sure that I know the the order that this shit's coming out for the other stuff, but I need to be certain because... Are, are we talking about it right now? We're not talking about it right well, now, but... I don't think but we I, need to talk about it. Well, I mean... I don't think you need to look it up right now what? when we're talking about other stuff. What are we talking about This today? is supposed to be a short episode. <laughs> it is supposed to be a short episode. Oh, no, I remember that one comes out after Freak Show. Okay. Oh, okay. Sorry. Okay, so this is... Yeah, we're hoping this is going to be a shorter episode, and it should be, because guess what? This EP is 17 minutes and 18 seconds long. How many minutes? 17! That's right, 17. 17 minutes long, like all ICP releases should be. Um, <laughs> this one's not ICP. No. Nope. This is Blaze, you dead homie. This is Blaze, dead homie. A guy who takes his dedication to the number 17 significantly more seriously than anybody else in Psychopathic Records. <laughs> oh, I don't think so. 17 minutes, man. I mean, yeah, but not 17 tracks. So, he should have uh, split one up into some seats. He should have done that <laughs> stupid thing that people do where they put like, 12 tracks of nothing. <laughs> oh, like Corn Follows Later? Do they do that? Yeah, the uh, first 12 tracks are just like six seconds Marilyn of Marilyn Manson of did that. Nothing. Coheed and Cambria did that. Yeah. So this is this is Blazy Dead Homie's uh, debut EP on Psychopathic Records. What's it called? It's called Blazy Dead Homie. Oh. Who you dead who? He did here. Anyway, that didn't happen yet. No. So, um, yeah, uh, Blaze. Uh, we've I think we've established before. A uh, longtime friend of Twisted's. Uh, they helped uh, bring him onto the label, and this was his first outing um, as a as a rapper on their label. Now he did perform uh, prior uh, independently. I believe as Psycho C. I think was his name. Sure. And I haven't heard it. But I'm aware of, like, some music that had gone around on the internet, and one of them totally had a diss to ICP. <laughs> but I've never heard the track. <laughs> I just remember hearing Jeez. about it on, I think, Juggalo News or Fago Lovers way back when. Um, and I think they may have actually had the the songs, but they were in a format that my computer was not able to, like, convert. So I never got to hear them. Um, if anybody has uh, that, please uh, send me a link. Um Send us a link on like Twitter or something, because I'd be very, very interested in listening to it. Yeah, I mean, because, you know... I'm sure I could find it on, like, YouTube or something, but I don't know. He was, like, the condition for Twisted to come on was them for them to drop him or whatever, yeah? Or they weren't able to bring him on. They, like, didn't want to bring him Yeah, up. allegedly, um, based on that one interview that, that we both listened to, yeah, yeah. Um, was that they wanted... Uh, Twisted wanted to be still be a three-person group since ROC wasn't coming around. They wanted Blaze in the group as ISI... Um, but Jay was not keen on Blaze. They said after they had gotten signed, they told Blaze they would do whatever they could to um, get him on the label. And so he eventually got to, I mean, he started pretty much as a roadie, um, you know, helping out, setting up equipment and shit like that. Um, and then he finally got, you know, his spot. So that's really cool that they at least gave him the opportunity. Um, does it work for him? We'll discuss that after we go through this six-track EP. Yeah. Um, which is kind of hard to find nowadays. I've got two copies, because anytime I see these, I'm just like, hey, I should fucking grab it, because it's out of print. <laughs> and I don't want somebody stupid, like, overlooking it. Yeah. 
Because that's how I beat. I've got like two copies of this. I got three copies of his next album. Jesus Christ. Oh, it's it's a thing, man. It's, it's a bad thing so, here, Hunter. Uh, a thing about Blaze that yes. I, I would like to know. Mm-hmm. Uh, whenever we talk about uh, the various members of Psychopathic Records, mm-hmm. you tend to lean towards Blaze as the dude that you would take more seriously than the rest of them with regards to some of the things that he says. As far as, like... Why? <laughs> okay, so we we talked about it on the Riders um, album where Blaze seemed a little more... I don't know if it was authentic or genuine or whatever. Believable. Yeah. Whether it was because his inflection, like how he's rapping it, Again, I don't know what his what style he was doing when he was psych- Psycho C or whatever, whether he was doing gangster-ish style rap or whatever, to where it, he just seemed more comfortable doing it. Okay. Where it seemed more natural coming from him as opposed to Violent J and Shaggy Tudo. Hmm. Twisted are still not bad at it. Yeah. Um, there are a couple lines here and there where I'm like, eh, nah, that's not that great. See, I was but, I was asking because I, I feel like you have also implied at times that he also like can, in some way, back up some of his stuff. But I don't, you know, I don't know his history. Oh, as in like he actually lived this shit? Yeah. Oh, I, I have no idea. <laughs> I have no fucking clue. Okay. I don't know. He's a hop, skip, and jump away from where we are because he no longer lives in Detroit. Oh, really? He lives. Uh, he actually lives in Ohio now. Oh. Um, sure. and I lost my shit because I was. I had him on Snapchat, like, you know how you can follow certain people and you just see their stories or whatever? Yeah, yeah. And he was totally in, like, PA once. He was in Robinson <laughs> because he showed, like, he was, it was, like, him driving or whatever, and he drove past, like, this one sign, and it was uh, an exit to, um, I'll just say where it is, fucking Robinson. Yeah, you said Robinson like, already. Yeah, oh, fuck, my bad. <laughs> That's the second time. I already lost my, my fucking train of thought, but, um, I lost my shit because I'm like, Wait, does he fucking live in PA now? Because they weren't touring or anything like that. I'm like, what the fuck? But uh, apparently, he does not live in uh, in Michigan anymore. He lives over in Ohio. He he's got like he's got some land too. Oh, I can imagine, yeah. Like, so clearly he's not uh, he's not doing G shit nowadays. <laughs> nah. But in 2000, oof, he he was doing some some real G shit. You don't say. Yeah. Well, this with is all that, that, this is that time. It is time. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a thing real quick. I'm gonna. Again, this is two episodes that we're doing in a row. I did not, as I always do, uh, down my Fago at the end of it. So I still have about halfway left on mine. Shmeev, what have a, you got? I have a full Fago here, a full Moon Mist Blue. Oh uh, yeah. I'm gonna find out what this is all about. Yep, I'm still rocking my moonless, moon, moonless blue. <laughs> moon mist blue. See, I did down my drink last time, but it was a red zapple. Yeah, it was, it was, it was an alcoholic exactly beverage. Uh, so yeah, we're going to crack these open for you. Mm-hmm. And then get started. Uh, ooh. Don't doubt me. Alright, I'll... I'll... Yeah. I don't care when my my soda's a little bit flat. I don't mind that. It's alright. Depending on the flavor, sometimes it's better. I can smell the kick in it before uh-huh. I even drank it. <laughs> right? Uh, it's mild, though. I know. I, lo- I like me some Moon Miss Blue. 
probably still prefer the regular, but you know, fuck it, it's okay. Well, I don't know. I'm sure that Scott may have an opinion about it. <laughs> I had to look up the site last night. I posted it on our Twitter. Scott at what did Steve and Mike drink dot I think it's Mike and Steve. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, blogspot. Check that out. What did Mike and Steve drink? At blogspot.com. Check our Twitter and find what the actual thing is. Yeah, it's there, but it's... it's fun. But anyway, let's dive in with the first track on Blazy Dead Homie, Back from the Dead. I remember it all. So it pretty much goes on like that. Yeah, um, we hear we hear some someone talking to, to Blaze, and they won't just let him fucking sleep. Yep. So uh, if if you couldn't guess from his name, Blaze, you dead homie. He's dead. Yeah. And and back from the dead uh, is is a recounting of when he died. Yeah. And subsequently was brought back to life for whatever reason. Uh, wasn't his time. Upon, upon being dead for 11 years. So that means that this is happened in 2000. He died in 89. I think it actually makes sense. I think he does say that in a song, whether it's one of these ones or a different one. I don't know. But yeah, it's it's a it's a fairly short intro yeah. um, to kind of let you know, hey... It's, it's separate from the song that comes after it? Yes. Um, And, I mean, this could potentially be people's first listening of, like, our first, like, encounter with Blaze, um, but, I mean, we did hear him on Most Tasteless, yep, uh, we did hear him on Riders, obviously, mm-hmm. so, um, although, on Riders, I mean, that was him as a rider, we only heard, what, I think one song, um, and that was Hound Dogs, of, that was literally just Blaze. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're getting... We're getting a, a, a quick intro of what he's about. Even even with him as a rider, mm-hmm. I will say, it's not that different. It's not. <laughs> that's, like I said, that's why I've mentioned before. He, he is just him on the Psychopathic Riders. Just in a different name. Yeah. It's Cell Block Blaze. Blaze could be a, a, a rider name. It could be. Theoretically. As opposed to... It's a little shoe. <laughs> so the joke there is Schmeev looked ahead to see the names of all the riders. Uh-huh. And found a member from 2004. <laughs> yep. <laughs> little footwear. It's your boy. Converse. Converse. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, Isham. 
could have come up with a better name. He couldn't. <laughs> oh. <laughs> all right. So, anyways, yeah. Intro. That's cool. Yeah, Whatever. It's, right. it's it's short and sweet, which I can I can appreciate. Yeah. Um. Again, it's not a song I'm going to listen to. Song. It's not a track I'm ever going to listen to ever again. But hey, we just we hear somebody, and I think the the voice talking at the end, the the whispered voice. I'm pretty sure it's Jamie Madrox. That's what I was figuring. Jamie has a huge hand in a lot, a lot of Blaze stuff. Yeah. Not just here, but even in the future. So we'll we'll encounter more of that uh, as time goes on. But let's move on to track number two, Real G Shit. This one, we'll just play it all, and you can just pause at the beginning of the the next track. Yeah. Who wanna fuck with the unfatable? Dead man, body count deeper than a Vietnam veteran. So what you looking at? So what I'm dead, bitch. Got the 2040 vision with a slight twitch. And I dump a whole grip in your neck, though. So when you're fucking with a king, so respect, ho. I keep ticking like a Timex piece. This is my motherfucking hood, my motherfucking streets. Fuck police in each and every state. All they do is fuck with us, they continue to incarcerate. All my folks and everyone I bail with, but I ain't doing the time. Gee, shit. That is, that is certainly an intro. 52 seconds. Yeah. Short and sweet. To the point. To yeah. Um, it is uh, this is more or less a continuation of the psychopathic ride. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> um, so, it makes me wonder, like, was, was the idea of Blaze's character done before or after Riders? I don't know. I, have, I honestly have no idea. That's a good question. Um, now, this is a track that we tend to hear during, uh, Blaze shows. Blaze, I, I, I love seeing Blaze in concert. His set rarely changes, honestly. Like, whenever he has a new album come out, obviously they'll add some new stuff into it. Yeah. But, I did have a couple shows where Blaze was not, like, the headliner or anything, but his set was, like, indistinguishable from the last time I saw him. Uh, Legit. Um, not necessarily a bad thing, because... He plays his popular shit. Sure. So, you know, so be it. I, I can deal with that. This is always one of the first tracks that you hear. Um, whether it's literally the opener or second or third song in, like, he will bust that shit out without even question. Who did production on this? So, the production on this one is... Uh, all songs produced by Twisted and Fritz the Cat. Okay. okay. So, so there's, Fritz, a, there's a thing in this. Mm -hmm. Uh... A, I like the beat a lot. It's mm -hmm. really good. Uh, but there is Sounds one thing in it that you can hear. Uh, if, if you're listening very closely, mm -hmm. every every couple of, of loops on it, you'll hear the tiniest skip where it didn't, like, because... Oh, really? I didn't even notice if, that. If if you listen real close to it, I can I can hear something. It sounds, like, something there's a, it sounds like there's a cut because, obviously... It's not like a perfect loop. It doesn't run back into itself if uh -huh. they loop it back to the very beginning. Oh, okay. I never noticed Because it doesn't have the reverb from the previous bell or any of that other stuff. You know what? Go go about midway through and see if you can point it out to me. I'm, I'm very I'll curious. I'll just play from the beginning. Okay. Who want to fuck with the unfatable? I can barely hear it. Yeah, I mean, but you can hear... It drags for like a second right before he starts into the verse. Huh. I don't know. I can barely notice it. 
But Fritz the Cat, if this is the first thing that he produced, I'm very surprised. Um, we'll hear Fritz uh, fairly soon-ish. Um, he does much more production for Twisted um, in a few albums. So, very talented dude, I think. I can't remember where he's at now. He was at Anti-Authority Records um, for a while. I think he might be doing stuff with MNE now, which is kind of cool. I know that... Um, Psychopathic wanted to lock him down as like, no, we want you like producing for us. Yeah. Exclusively. And he said no. I mean, reasonable. Yeah. There's there's no sense in fucking limiting yourself on that. Right. And I mean like, because they had Mikey Clark. Yeah. Um, Actually, no, this might have been at the time whenever Mikey Clark wasn't there. But yeah, so it's, it's, if this is the first thing that Fritz did, I'd be very surprised. But honestly, based on what we're going like, Timeline wise, maybe it is. Um, I love that bell, like yeah, uh, hearing that every uh, every what bar, every two bars. I don't know. There's something about that. It just sounds really, really cool. Yeah, it's got um, a good sound to it. And this is what I'm saying is, I, I mentioned before on Riders that I think the Blaze just yells, <laughs> and that's what I get from from this. Like he just sounds like he's right up at the mic, and like unrestrained he it, it doesn't seem like he's like holding back on oh no like, he's he's just fucking he's just going off which dmxing he is <laughs> and he does not in later albums <laughs> he does not and it makes me kind of sad but i'm wondering if he was just like oh man i yelled so much back then i can't do it anymore yeah, that's, it's it's hard to continue doing exactly that. That's why DMX can't come out with another good album. <sighs> so, this is, again, this track is short and sweet. I think we can move on. So, we did some... He, he did some real G shit. Yeah. But, what if you forgot that he did real G shit? Well, in case you forgot... 911 emergency. Please hold. Like to rape her or something? I'm afraid she screams so loud. I know that's terrible, isn't it? God, I mean, I never heard anything like that in my life before. All right, Rebecca. Psycho thug, maniac killer, taking more drugs than the average drug dealer. Born to build a cap on a whole ass bitch. Been a G since the first nigga, I ain't switched. Still watch the waves. What? Still bang the cat. What? Still gotta be for you hoes or chef. Fuck the five hoes, the bed to one motherfucker do a crime you don't know me or what i do take a flashlight and your attitude nigga fuck you stab you in the neck with dates bro laughing while you call for blood to choke bitch up from the old school and the old time with teens on down they block like a street side throwing up the east and scrap with not shot blaze back from the dead case you were Killers that really shoot carjacking motherfuckers and murdering for they loot. Throwing up the east and strapped with nine shots. Blaze back from the dead in case you forgot. In case you forgot, we talking her. Jamie Madrox on an uncredited chorus. Yep. Just out of nowhere. Yeah, hey, you know, he's he got shit to say. Right? They down with each other, so fuck it. He's yeah. Say it. Uh Blaze seems very willing to kill. Um, in any way possible. Yeah. The the line that stood out was stabbing somebody with a Dayton spoke. 
That sounds fucking brutal. A little bit, yeah. Like, meanwhile, on on Riders, Bullet didn't want to have to, like, he was mad that he missed when he shot with his last bullet. Right. He didn't want to have to walk up and stab somebody and then get bloody. Yeah. Blaze is like, fuck it. You're gonna <laughs> die. <laughs> this is what I'm here for. Yeah. This hood of shit. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very, just a... And he's like, yeah, you know, I've been dead for a minute, so uh, let me let me remind you, I I I kill people and stuff. Yeah. You know? Uh, what you think about the instrumental? It was alright. It's kind of, it's it's, it's kind of eerie with that. Uh, there's that that synth in the background. Mm. Um, it is cool. They kind of change it up a little bit on the chorus, but it doesn't really do much else. Throughout um, this uh, album, I'm just gonna let me just do a spoiler here, real quick. You doing it now? Oh no! I'm, I'm just just regarding the beats in particular. Oh, okay. uh, spoilers. I really don't think the beats are like particularly remarkable on this in any way whatsoever. Um, like I like Real G shit. It's pretty good. Real G. Uh, I I dig the next one. Okay. And I like the last one. A lot. That's the thing. I can't remember them. Uh, well, <laughs> like, well, I have something to say about the next one, so I know that much. But I mean, we we are, we are. <laughs> Our first two tracks put us at about 2.30, and Blaze is already expecting you to forget <laughs> what, what he's about, so he's reminding us. He's been dead with for another, 11 years. With another two and a half minutes. <laughs> Glad he doesn't so, overstay his welcome. Yeah, you know, it's fine. So, uh, is, is that enough to, to move on to, to track number four? I think I'm Look at that, we're at this halfway point already. Yeah, we're just breezing through this shit. We're blazing through. Do you know what you have to do? To earn money, um, I go to work. So does Blaze. I'm the dead body creeping through the streets on the east side. Took about three shots. Come up by my side, do a drive by in a second. Maybe one buddy and tatted lying on the Savior, when I'm in a homicidal rage, nut up and then started loading the 12 gauge. Saw it all pump in your ass, bitch. Say your bread, bitch, cause you're headed to the casket, then to the graveyard. A little advice, never perpetrate and act hard. It's when you were dead, motherfucker ain't sent to loot. Still getting my hustle alone and paying other dudes like I sent the proof. Tell you, Mark, say you busters, always stay strapped, cause you know I can't trust us like sound. I also go to work. Not that way. <laughs> so, I brought up about the instrument on the last one. I fucking love this one. It is pretty good. Especially when it gets to that chorus. That sounds West Coast as fuck. It is very West Coast. That synth line that, that they have in the chorus, that sounds like something Dre would have come up with. Mm -hmm. And I love it. It's extremely that. Because, <laughs> um, like, I think that the, the idea of Blaze was supposed to be, mm -hmm. like, West Coast gangster plus horrorcore, mm. and you kind of get some of that. <laughs> it's not a perfect meld, but 
this honestly, the more I think about it, this track might actually be like the best like instance of it. Maybe, yeah. Between like the instrumental and like lyrically what he's doing. Cause lyrically, he's clearly the most gangsterist gangster to have ever gangstered. Yeah. <laughs> Just it, yeah. It's I don't know. I don't have much else to say about it, but it, he this is probably the most standout track so far. Um, I can see that. Yeah, okay, it does a little bit different, or something a little bit different. Like I know that you've pointed out on on especially some ICP tracks where you like whenever you have a distinct difference between like one section and another. Yeah, like like how how you talked about how you appreciate the regular hocus pocus motion. Right, <laughs> where you appreciate the regular Hocus Pocus, but the remix you don't like because it's the same instrumental throughout. Yes. Whereas Hocus Pocus does something different. Even even in the verses, it does something right, different. Right, right. sections. Right. It feels like it's moving. But I Go to Work does have that distinction. Yeah, it's, I, it's, got a, it's got some good stuff. So, you have anything else for this one? Not so much. No? I, it's, I think now is the time whenever I can just say it. There isn't a lot to talk about <laughs> regarding what he's rapping about. <laughs> Yeah. Um, uh, I said on, on Psychopathic Riders, uh, after, after track four, <laughs> yeah, kind of, kind of tired out with the wannabe gangster. <laughs> these, <laughs> these songs are all the same again. <laughs> yeah. Like they kind of just are. Um, there isn't much difference in the things that he's talking about, like the instrumentals, let's change it up a bit. Yeah. But ultimately, as far as what he has to say. Uh, it's it's more or less the same thing. <laughs> well, with that, we can move on to track five, where, like anybody who goes to work, they have to put it down. Oh. What up, y'all? This Let me tell y'all a little story about a motherfucker that I know Day blade. I you, now, every time we roll up a joint, motherfuckers always be talking about blaze, blaze, blaze. Man, fuck blaze. This motherfucker acting like he put it down for the hood. Talking about everybody know blaze, big baller. I don't give a fuck. Damn motherfucker don't get no special treatment from me. Look at Shiraz, son. Lil Eric, you know the motherfucker down to wear the wheelchair. I hate that motherfucker. And I don't show him no special treatment. So Blaze can kiss my ass. I put it work for my hood. So fuck a nine to five. You can find me on the corner. Hustling on the grind. They call me Mr. Love Love. So when the heads hit a thunder and the bump bump. They come out running like the kids to the ice cream man. Children, I'm sorry for this place in the minivan. Playing Atari and I got the two of five. The loose and eight balls. Semi-automatic with a Make 
down for the hood. Yeah. Uh, Which is kind of another way of saying you you go go to work. work. (laughs) And in case you forgot, that's some real G shit. (laughs) Back from the bed! (laughs) So... That, that that point that you made uh, on the last one about everything is starting to kind of sound the same. Mm-hmm. It's literally the line I put on this one. Yeah, yeah. Where it's getting... For, for a short EP, it's getting a little tired. Yeah, honestly. and But I did I did actually... Um, this one did the same thing that the last one did, where they, they did give you a little bit more on the uh, uh, on the chorus. Uh, yeah. That, that, that kind of... I'm guessing it's synth. I don't know, that, that like, whistling kind of line me, uh, in the chorus. Let me, let me grab yeah. it back up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, you hear what I'm talking about. That's a lot of synth stuff. Yeah, I, d- I dig that. Not the... Not the... I love that, though. <laughs> That's cool. That's good shit. But I like the other thing behind it. Yeah, yeah. Way more. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's it's just more of of that, uh, more of what we've already been hearing from Blaze. <laughs> but you know what? Hey, he's doing what he knows. Yeah, and and nobody can can fault him for that. Or you can, and he's just gonna be like, and "Fuck, I'm, I'm just gonna I don't keep think he doing really it." Gives a fuck. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think so either. So, with that, we are at... Did you have anything for this one? I'm sorry. No, I mean, I already said everything that I really okay. have to say about it. I mean, like, it's it's alright. I mean, nothing on here is, like, notably fucking really bad or anything. Mm-hmm. You know? It's not like... it's So nothing stands out, really? No. Okay. It's, okay. it's all just kind of... <laughs> it's, it's borderline on, like, the worst sin that something can be, which is just unremarkable. Right. But it's okay. <laughs> so with this next one, um, this next one is directed at us. Clearly, it is a <laughs> it's a big posse cut. Now there are no uh, choruses in this one. Um, what I'm gonna recommend is we just listen to the first two verses. That kind of gives okay. a little bit to go with. Sure. Um, and the the song is a very fast paced one, so I think we can I think we can do with two. Yes. No, so this no. is. Shit Talkers, this is Blaze featuring Insane Clown Posse and Twisted. It's not Dark Lotus. Yo, this is serious shit right here. Me and my boys, we don't fuck around. You know what I'm saying? So if you diss me, my motherfucking people, or the niggas I roll with, you know what? Y'all done fucked up. They go to shit talk. Use a bitch ass hoe. Yeah. What you really know about killers for real though? No. Staying in my freak show, gang of lunatics. We the rebels for the dead. Uh-huh. Fucking with us, you lose your motherfucking head. I ain't talking to your bitch ass hoes. Even a little rather beat you to shit. And pull a plug at the hospital. Calling me this, calling me that. Cause you's a bitch ass nigga from the jump. I wanna slap with the old school beat out. 10 wood. I don't remember no fair fights where I'm from. Maniac and I'ma stand right where the blood stain is at. When you come back, yeah. give a fuck that I'm the poster child of death That's I'ma keep swinging right, my axe to nerves left I ain't having that So fuck you bitch, tell your friends I'm a hater and I'm talking shit Man, I don't give a fuck how many records you sell Stories to tell, yeah. nigga check yourself yeah. And fuck that bitch that you went to When the shit go down, where the fuck your crew? Probably at home, but 
we the things that go bump in the night. Alright, so. I mean, it's it's a fuck the haters track. It's it is. About it. But, <laughs> this is directed at specific people. Yeah, uh, I know one of them. <laughs> you know one of them. Because uh, the, the very end of it makes it pretty clear. So, we have um, an Oxide, then Blaze, and then Jamie Madrox. They are all addressing one person, and then uh, Shaggy Tudope and Violent J after are addressing something different. Who, uh, who's the first one? I do not know, actually. The first one is Misery. Really? Yes. Already? Yes. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> They were on a track with him, like, yesterday. <laughs> um, yeah. So, give me one... I wish... I, I should have... Oh, hey. Well, let me talk about my half of this. Go ahead. Uh, Jay and Shaggy, as, as some of you have probably already guessed, uh, are, are still real mad about Eminem. <laughs> and, uh, so there, there's actually a line in there that I, I had to take note of, uh, where Jay's going off about how, like, he's basically like, I don't need MTV and all this other stuff. It's like, I'm just going to be straight up with you. Jay, you did need MTV. <laughs> they are literally the reason why fucking Great Malenko, they're part of the reason why Great Malenko took off the way that it did. <laughs> you kind of needed them. <laughs> it was a... Uh, it was a pretty major boost to you, regardless of whether you want to admit that one or not. And also, you're still so mad about Eminem. <laughs> uh, like, okay, so there, there, there's a whole thing while you're still looking for that. There's a whole thing where people go on about, like, if somebody else in an argument gets mad or whatever, it means you win. And that's bullshit, like, all the time. Like, if you're not mad about somebody who's a total piece of shit, then, I mean, you probably really don't actually care too much about it. So being mad is more like just being authentic about how you feel about something. Uh, but in, in cases like this, where it's like you're also trying to pretend that you don't care, it really doesn't fucking work. <laughs> you're just clowning yourself, which is what they've always been doing. In, in the sense of being clowns and also being... Fucking clowns. Right. <laughs> so what you got? Um, unfortunately, uh -oh. it didn't. I didn't have anything uh, come up regarding what the issue was at this time. Oh, so this is like a ongoing thing. Yes. So, um, what it looks like is there were some issues between Twisted's camp and Misery's camp. Um, I don't know where it started. One of them did, like, a little bucket over the door thing. <laughs> what, for, from what it, from what I looked at is, off. it was something on Misery's side that was rubbing Twisted the wrong way. And maybe Jay kind of recognized that it was an issue. And so they kind of, like, pushed Misery off to the side, or Misery distanced himself from it. But, obviously, shit-talking was happened. Apparently, uh, at the following gathering, there was... Way more worse shit that happened. Oh, Supposedly, like, people were drunk, um, people from Misery's group were, like, drunk and allegedly beat the shit out of, like, some 13-year-old kid. Oh. And, like, Vampiro got involved and shit. Oh, Vampiro's cool with Juggalos. Um. Huh? I, I know who that is, but I don't know who that is. Oh, he's a wrestler. Okay. Yeah, that's what I thought, but I don't yeah. like, He's big not... in WCW. Yeah, well. Um. Not big enough. <laughs> mm. He's, uh, he's fighting 
what is it? Not Parkinson's. I can't remember what it is. Oh. It just came out that he has a very debilitating disease. And, yeah. Um, anyway, good luck to Vampiro. Yeah, seriously. Um, I don't kind of know who you are to like, care. Yeah. <laughs> it's all cool. Oh, uh, I think it's Alzheimer's, actually. Oh, shit. That's rough. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so there was issues uh, between between the two, and at Gathering 2001, like, they they came to blows, apparently. Um, oh. So, yeah. So we get that. That's literally what uh, Twisted and, and Blade are talking about. They're just throwing many shots at Misery and his people. And then, obviously, Shaggy and uh, and Jay are throwing their shots at Eminem. Yep. Um, this is probably the most standout track on the on the record, when it has the least to do with Blaze and <laughs> what the theme of him is. Yep. But everybody does, I think, a good job on this verse. That's not bad. Or in those verses. Their verses are good, yeah. regardless. Um, Shaggy, it wasn't until uh, last night where I heard a couple specific lines from Shaggy's verse. Um where uh You brought one up. Was it was it one of his or was it somebody else's? No, it's um uh, I think it's Jay's. You put up a line that you didn't want me to look at. A, yes, a yeah, it's it's, for. it's Jay's. Um, I didn't want you to look into it, but um, but Shaggy, you were saying. Oh, but the one, <laughs> if you go to Genius, which is the one I use to to check a lot of these, um, Genius does not even have some of the uh, lines, so they just put question marks. Yeah. Um, but there's a line, no little bitch f bomb with blonde question mark. So I heard that, and it's. The I I said it to you whenever whenever I was listening to it before. Oh, did you? Blonde Caesar. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't notice that at first, but then when I'm like, oh, it's his haircut. Yeah, he saw I was that. like, oh, okay. But Violent J, his verse is edited. Oh, really? There are multiple. That's where some of the um, if you check the uh, if you check the lyrics on this on Genius. There's a lot of question marks, and it's not because they can't discern what they're saying. It's because they're literally blanked. There is a line that says, blank, tried to warn ya. I literally did not know this until last night when I looked this up. The word that's edited is Tupac. Tupac tried to warn ya, and there you are receiving the dick in California. Hmm. Eminem and Tupac had met each other um, at some point before Tupac's untimely death. Yeah. Um, Eminem would much later on produce a, uh, a Tupac record. Oh. Um, I think it's Loyal to the Game. I think the one from 2003 or something like that. Um, but anyways, uh, I didn't know that Tupac and Dre had beef at one point? I didn't either. Well, I guess what happened was Tupac came into Death Row as Dre was starting to leave. So, like, yeah, Dre worked on California Love with Tupac, sure. but when Dre was having issues with Suge Knight, as many people do, <laughs> Tupac sided with Suge. Oh. So, yeah. Apparently that's where they're with beef. And, yeah. Suge Knight, short career as a football player. Really? Yeah. Did not know that. It was during a uh, strike. Because he's a fucking scab. Fuck you, Suge Knight! Anyway, go on. 
<laughs> I feel like he will still find somebody to kill me. Man, that's fair. Hey, Vanilla Ice got out of it, so... <laughs> He's fine. Um, But yeah, I, I did not know, and apparently the reason why he censored that was he didn't want people to think that it was a diss at Tupac. Oh. Um, which, uh, I don't think that anybody's gonna take that as a diss to Tupac. Yeah. I think people are gonna understand, like... That's that's a significant thing. So, yeah, Tupac apparently warned Eminem to not work with Dr. Dre. Um, but there's some other lines that are edited, and I don't know what it is. Um, while you getting fucked on the West Coast, I'm at home fucking Kim, and I don't know what he says after that because it sounds like the instrumental kind of goes louder than him, yeah. or they straight up censor it out completely. I have no fucking clue. If anybody can tell me what the actual lyrics are, I'd be very, very interested to read those. Um, I know that it would be impossible to find out from Vonche himself because he probably won't fucking remember it. Um, but, you know, that's that's how it is. Um, I just remember finding out about this song way after I had started listening to Blaze. Um, because I had gotten a later album, which is actually kind of a uh, combination of this and his first LP, but this song was not on there, um, for whatever reason. It might have been because they were trying to get away from the beefs, things like that. I don't know. But yeah, this is, I mean, this might be my favorite track of the album, but, I mean... Take it for what it is. It's a diss track, and it's yeah. not a bad one, honestly. It's alright. Um, it's it's definitely the most high energy one out of all the other tracks on the CD. Um, but it sure. is also it is also the least gangster. <laughs> so, with that, that's that's the that's entire dead homie. That was uh, that was the whole thing. It is, and so what's uh what's your take on this on this EP on this EP? I basically already said it. I yeah. mean, it's. I feel like it's as as a as a debut because that this is like literally the first thing that he put out. Yep. At least with psychopathic. Like, has he have any other stuff on his own? Uh, prior to this, yeah. Again, he rapped as Psycho C. And um, did he have like releases? I if they were, they were local. Okay. That like that's it. Like he was literally. Even more underground than just psychopathic. Yeah. Again, I've never looked into it. I don't know... I don't think that he did anything with ABK yet. So if he did anything with, like, Crazy Clan or whatever, I don't fucking know. I don't think he did anything with House of Crazies. Just... But I think... I think um, it was just strictly solo stuff on his own. I think if I was looking at this from the from the position of, like, this is... It's an EP, you know. It's a it's a thing that you can throw at somebody and be like, "Here's my shit." Yeah, um, it's a demo. Yeah, more or basically. Less. Uh, you know, I think it, I think it's a good overview of stuff. I mm -hmm. think uh, I, it's weird because I think he shows that he has an, an he has ability, obviously, and I think he can write. Mm -hmm. um, but listening to all of it all at once, it just. It feels like he's very limited mm -hmm. in in his writing and what he can do with it. That's that's basically what I got to say about that one. Like, uh, you know, it's I feel like it would be easy for him to you know get signed somewhere and uh -huh. be able to put something out, but uh -huh. I don't think it would be 
like a big stand-up thing or anything like that. I don't think he would really stand above anyone else. Notably. How do you how do you think this sold uh, among the the core audience? How do I think this sold among the core audience? Among amongst the juggalos and juggalettes. Mm. I'm not sure. Um, I feel like that's the weird thing because whenever I say he wouldn't stand out or anything like that, I feel like it does stand out from other stuff in just terms of right. It sounds different He's than ICP different than everybody and else. Twisted. Yeah. Um, sounds like a solo Riders album. Yeah. With not stolen beats. How did the Riders sell? <laughs> uh, I don't think there's any way to actually tell. Oh, that's true, yeah. I just forgot that was a weird thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like this would have sold... Uh, I don't think it would have sold as much as Twisted. So... Story goes... I don't know anybody else's stuff to be able to compare him to any of the lower tier... I mean, at this point, psychopathic people. At this point, the only other people that had ever been signed to psychopathic were misery, misery, and prior to that, Project Born, which Project Born sold terribly. I think um, he would have misery been able to beat out both of them. Misery did not sell that well um, either. Um, I mean, if you would be, if you'd want to check out Misery stuff, I could. I'm all right. Sit, yeah, I think he'd undercut Twisted. I don't think he'd be hitting their their kind of. So, sales. the story from what I've seen is Blaze's debut album. Did not sell well. Uh, it was very, very poor sales. Because of that, they were going to drop Blaze. Oh. But, Twisted swooped in and said, if you drop him, we're leaving. Yeah. And so they gave Blaze another chance, um, which I think it's a year later, we get um, One Less G in the Hood. I think I gave you a copy of Casket Factory. You did. Okay. Because I had an extra copy from what I pre-ordered. Yep. So, yeah, we were given, um, we were given another shot with Blaze, with one less G in the hood. Um, and I'm going to be frank with that, I'll just tell you now. When I said earlier that Madrox deals with Blaze a lot... Mm-hmm. Uh, the liner notes of One Less G say, written by The Power of the Pen. Madrox, based on what I've heard, I've never heard him say it, never heard Blaze say it, this is hearsay from a lot of fucking people online. Madrox writes almost everything on that next album. Jeez. But, Blaze pulled it off. Yeah, I mean... Blaze is... Super fucking talented at being given something and running with it. I mean, Dre didn't write a goddamn thing. He, I, I, there's a really cool video. It's it's on one of Twisted's DVDs. I think it's called, uh, it's like the the Long Road or something like that. It's it's a like a documentary video that Twisted made a couple years back. Um, and there's a video of Twisted, Roc, and Blaze in their bus. Um, you can find this online. I think I think it's on YouTube, and they're all rapping a House of Crazy song. They are forgetting words. Blaze is still going. <laughs> he remembers their shit better than they do. Damn, it's so fucking crazy. He's, <laughs> he has such a good memory with that shit. Mm-hmm. There was a tour that happened in like '06, I think, or '07, um, that Monoxide could not perform because he fucked up his knee or something so blaze stood in for monoxide 
And apparently he fucking killed it. Nice. Which is dope. I w- I'd love to see videos of that. It makes me sad that I've missed out on so much Juggalo type stuff. So I miss all of these like little like rando shit that happened. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm very, very, I, I wish I would have seen some of this stuff. I want to have to look online to see if I can find any of that stuff. Yeah, do some lookups. But, but yeah, so Blaze had a rough start. Yeah, I feel that. But I do appreciate that they gave him an extra shot. I'm gl- like, Twist is sticking their necks out for that. Oh, it's yeah. A big That's... risk. But. I feel get... like they were the only ones who could have possibly done that. Oh, d- easily. Like that, easily. I, there's nobody else on the label who could have gone to bat for him but it, like and, that. And that's the thing. And it also shows... And not just end up cut with him. Right. And, and it also shows, like, how much they care and respect... F- yeah. You know, how much they, sh- they, 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 they show They talked about that, like, big time. How they, like, like they hey, promised they'd we get will, him on. Yeah, and we will do our best to get you on. Stick with him. Yeah. So, like, the loyalty there is so, so good. Um, and it stays like that for fucking ever. <laughs> and I love that. So, we will, uh, we'll get to Blaze's, uh, follow-up LP, um, in, in the future. Uh, it's only a year from this release. So, uh, we should cover that, uh, ne- next, like, half dozen or so. Yeah, sure. Something like that. So, I, I do want to since you, since you brought it up about him uh, okay. apparently, even though we could talk about it on that album, but I want to talk about it now because it's in my brain. Okay. Uh, regarding like ghostwriting and stuff. Yes. What's your take on ghostwriting? I don't like it. You don't personally you don't, like don't care for it. Now, okay, so this is something that I have, I have struggled with because this is a short episode. I feel like we can just go. That's off fine. Yeah. <laughs> ghostwriting is going to happen regardless. Yeah. It, like everybody fucking does it. I, I know that. It. I know that. In, you you literally just mentioned it about like Drake hasn't wrote a fucking thing. I said Dre, but oh also Dre. Drake. I think you said Drake. No, Drake. It's also true about yeah Dre. Both of them. Dre has always had fucking ghostwriters. Yeah. If you listen to uh, two thousand one, any track, I think the majority of that album is written by Eminem. <laughs> Legit, especially yeah. the tracks that Eminem is on. The style that Dre is rapping is very similar to what Eminem would be writing like. So if you listen to the debut album of one of my favorite rappers of all time, Kelly Clarkson, most of her stuff is written by Avril Lavigne. No shit. Avril Lavigne writes for fucking everybody. That's awesome. Avril Lavigne is an insane fucking writer. Well, fucking Kesha wrote for God knows how many fucking people Kesha, too. Yeah, also a really Brittany. good writer. Sia. Oh yeah, Sia, Sia was so, like, she made one album like way back when. And then didn't make an album, and she just wrote for a bunch of fucking other people, and then she's like, well, wait a minute, why don't I just sing my own song that I'm writing? And she also said that it's just really easy for her to do. Yes. Like, she's just like, I, it's just whatever, I have a thing, I just do it, the end. But, I mean, I, there's a story that I really liked uh, concerning ghostwriting, was it was all, uh, I guess it was, uh, people were wondering if uh, Kendrick Lamar wrote his own uh, lyrics. Hmm. Um... Which, if you listen to uh, Good Kid, Mad City, that shit sounds very authentic. So, I mean, obviously there'd be a concern. Um, he did a song with Eminem on the Marshmallows LP2 called um, uh, Love Game? Yeah, it's Love Game. Um, which samples Game of Love. Sure. It's very, very cool instrumental to, to sample from. Um, Eminem, when he met with Kendrick, forced all of Kendrick's crew out of the room and sat there while Kendrick would write. And then he checked it just to make sure that Kendrick did not have a ghostwriter. And he was like, no, that's fucking dope. 
<laughs> um, here, here's my thing is if, if Blaze wrote this stuff, I could see why there'd be concern because out of only six tracks, five of which are songs, four of which are solo songs, there is not a huge variety. Yeah. Okay. If that was just him writing it. Yeah. Now, we have listened to one Twisted album and a number of other tracks sprinkled here and there, like from uh, Psychedelics from Our Space. And Twisted can write songs about various topics. They can. Okay, and run with them. If it's true that Madrox did write for Blaze in later albums, um, which, I mean, I can't wait to actually like get to that to see if I'm backing up what I'm talking about to see, like, is it really that different? I think it is. Um, um, that was, that album was enough to solidify Blaze as a, like, staple member of the record label for the foreseeable future. He was on the label for another, what, fucking 11 years or some shit after that. So, yeah, it's, while I don't care for ghostwriting, it's going to happen. And the sad thing is, is some people are good at writing and not good at singing. Yeah. Some people are good at singing and not good at writing. And that's, that's what, uh, that's my point. That ghostwriting. <laughs> yeah. That, like, that's the thing. Like we, I, we, we said this before, uh, we, we are kind of in a band now. <laughs> We've done one performance. Yeah. It's just doing covers. Um, and we're good, probably going to continue doing covers. Hopefully. If we ever were to make something original, I can't fucking write. Same. For shit. No, I'm garbage. Um, I try, but it's, if, it's hard. And and that's the thing is, I can... If you give me a song that's already made, I can fucking imitate it to the best of my abilities. One of our members is a great fucking singer. She could... Pr- I don't know if she's ever written anything. She's written stuff. Yeah. Oh, she has? Yeah. Like, if she were to write something out and run down what it's supposed to sound like, maybe I could probably do it. <laughs> I don't fucking know. But, like, I don't know, like, the writing process that bands go through. Like, is the lead singer one of the people who actually writes the words Sometimes. or the melodies? A lot of people, uh, do. it's a collaborative effort a lot of times. Right, uh, right. Brian May wrote a lot of songs for Queen. Like, he was, he wrote a lot of the lyrics and stuff for mm-hmm. Queen songs and all that stuff. Right. And, like, that, that's where getting into ghostwriting and stuff, uh, a, a lot of the stuff that people tend to say about it, where it's like, but, like, you don't have the emotions of the person who wrote it. Like, a lot of people sing songs that were written by other people, and you're perfectly fine with it, because you can't tell. Mm-hmm. Like, it, their job is to deliver it with the vocals. Like, yeah. if a person writes something and they're like, I don't think I, I don't think this works for my voice, mm-hmm. they can take it to somebody who can do it. It's the same thing with whenever you get into acting and stuff. The people who oh, yeah. act things, they didn't write the goddamn scenes that they're in. Yeah. That scene that everybody loves Will Smith in in Fresh Prince, he didn't fucking write all of that right, stuff. Right, right. He acted it, and people fucking love it so much that they made up shit about how his dad oh, was yeah. like, <laughs> like fucking abandoned him. He had a loving father! He's just a good actor! <laughs> So when it comes to ghostwriting stuff, I'm like, yeah, I I really don't care. If a person writes a song and they say, like, I don't think this one's for me, find the person who it is for and give it to them. 
and that person can still connect with it. You, the people that listen to this music, connect with it on some level, and that's why you keep listening to, to certain things. You connect with songs regardless of whether or not you wrote them. They... They have things in them that speak to you. Mm-hmm. Oh, easily. And it's the same. It's no different than the way that the person who wrote it probably felt about it. Like, right? I mean, there's like, always di- slight differences between the way that people view things, but but that's that's the on thing, the whole. That, that, you feel it. That goes in the same vein of like where you said like, oh, the person making it, like, oh, they don't have the emotions of the people. Who are... <laughs> Do you know how many times I've heard a song that has like hit me so fucking hard <laughs> that I have teared up? Yeah. I'm not fucking kidding, man. I fucking cried the first time I listened to Marvelous Missing Link Found because I was not doing great mentally. Still fucking not. But I was really doing bad and I wanted to feel the way they felt making that CD because it's so fucking positive. Okay. Hearing that when I had no fucking process in the making of it. (laughs) Is so fucking strong. Sometimes you can't come up with the words, and having it said to you is more than enough. Yeah. So obviously somebody handing you something that they wrote, if you feel that, fuck it. Yeah. Run with it. (laughs) Just do the best of your abilities to make it as good as you think you can. That's my take on ghostwriting, why I think it's a good thing. (laughs) So, I mean... That's what feels on it. I understand... The thing with ghostwriting and rap is it's another thing that people are gonna fucking throw at being like you being shitty yeah because you because you're not good and by the way you're gay too oh, <laughs> oh you got me <laughs> shit fucking roasted goddamn I can't come back from this but you know what we, anyway, went, off, uh, we went off on a tangent after yeah the o- the only other thing that I really need to say about this album is uh, go back and listen to our uh, thing on Twisted if you want to hear what I think about white people saying the n-word <laughs> by the way it's the same <laughs> by the way there was somebody <laughs> I might have mentioned this before but way back on uh, this was like last year I went on Reddit and made a thing it was on the Juggalo subreddit and I wanted people's unpopular opinions oh, no. regarding Juggalo music um, and I started off with a couple of mine. I wish I had it up, but I don't. One per- like, and a lot of people actually did like what I wanted them to do, where they were like, "Oh yeah, I don't think that like this album was that great, but people love it. Like, it's just not for me." And I was like, "Okay, cool." One person, one person, he did like sections for each artist, like oh, ICP, shit. Twisted Place, and the first thing. <laughs> But unpopular opinion. But because this is the one that didn't make sense, but it was just funny how he put he put Blazed at Homie, number one, he isn't black. <laughs> and two, under that he said, No, for real. I didn't know that he wasn't black for like six years. I found it. Oh, did you? That was a very short search. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Yeah, hold on. To, like mine were uh like I started, I was like mine. Heartbroken and Homicidal is Twist's most underrated album on Psychopathic. That's their album from 2010. I okay. really like that CD. Uh, Black Rain is Dark Lotus' best album, even better than the original Tales from the Lotus Pocket. Okay, cool. Mikey Clark is only good as a producer for Psychopathic when it's ICP's albums. There's a couple other ones he's touched that he probably shouldn't have. So, yeah. Um, where's, where's that? Sorry. Scrolling down. Because it was a long thing. Okay, here we go. Oh, no, that was mine. Where I added more. Jesus. This is that. Maybe. 
Oh yeah, no, Bla- Blaze, the third one, is white. No, seriously, I still can't wrap my head around it. I thought it was black until around 2002. Him and Twisted got arrested for weed a while back. Yeah, there's there's some funny takes on a lot of, on a lot of those. One person was just a stupid ass and didn't know what he was talking about, like, to the point where other juggles were, like, downvoting his comments. <laughs> it's like, no, you're fucking stupid, shut up. <laughs> um, and I even had a couple times where I interacted with some of the people, and I'm like, you know what? I don't fully agree with you, but I see where you're coming from, and I respect that. <laughs> um, so yeah, we went off on a tangent. We, man. It's all good. What is it with these, like, we just talk about something regarding music or something we're in general? We're talking about Blaze! And and how allegedly Jamie Madrox has ghostwritten for him. Yeah. I, it's almost something like I'd want to ask him personally, but the only way I'd ever get to talk with him is at a meet and greet, and I feel like that's not the time. He doesn't really use Twitter that much. Well, maybe he'll show up if you do. <laughs> hey, hey, Blaze, did Jamie write your shit? No. DM him. No. DM him or hit his line. No. He's got loud. <laughs> But, um, although Blaze, Blaze is a very cool dude. Anytime I've talked to him, he seems very cool. That's cool. So, yeah, some, sometimes whenever you do a meet and greet, the people are just, you know, like, okay, I'll sign your shit, I'll take a picture, okay, move on. Um, but I've, I've chatted with Blaze for a couple minutes. Uh, I try not to take up, like, time, because it's like, okay, yeah, there's more people. Yeah, he's busy. Yes. But, you know what, he's, he's been really cool anytime I've talked with him. So I, I appreciate that. Blaze, if you're listening, come on the show. <laughs> I would love some insight on a couple on a couple things, especially on your next album. I I appreciate I, I, I appreciate one less G. So there's there's some there's some shit I'd like to know. Yeah, let's do it. Try getting a hold of Madrox about some of the things regarding it regarding the response. <laughs> but hey Jamie Monoxide, come on the show. <laughs> God, that'd be fun. Hash cool. it up. That'd be cool as hell. That would, that'd be so cool. Anyway. We would get so many listens, <laughs> and then people would be like, these guys fucking suck! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, so you know where to find us. Yep. You can get to us uh, on Facebook. Juggalo Judgment. On Twitter. At Juggalo Judgment. On Instagram. At Juggalo Judgment. Our email. Juggalo Judgment at gmail.com. You can hit us up at our personal uh, Twitters. At Mike Spawn, the S-E-J. And at Schmeave. And, uh, is there anything else? I don't think we covered all that. That was pretty fast. Yeah, that was one of the best ones. Uh, by all means, please get in touch with us. If uh, if you hit up the Facebook, Shmee will uh, respond to you, maybe. We'll see. Uh, if you hit up the Instagram, you will be speaking with me. Uh, I do have a personal Instagram that I also use fairly frequently. I believe that there's a link to that in uh, in the Juggalo Judgment bio. Um, I Follow use... our good friends on Twitter, at MS13. Motherfucker. <laughs> We went one episode without it. You forgot. I did which not was forget. great. I, I didn't forget. I just no, didn't have just the opportunity. Oh, no, no, darn. Um, again, if this uh, came out before The Gathering? Uh, this will be out before. Before The Gathering? Yep. Okay. Well, um, if this came out before The Gathering and you're on your way to The Gathering, uh, have a good time. Please be safe. Yep. Um, if you're uh, getting drugs from people, uh, at least make sure that you know them. Yes. Uh, so that you aren't Keep an taking eye on your drinks. Some, yes, uh, don't take some bad shit. Um, get some sunscreen. It's probably going to be hot. Um, have plenty of water. Yes. Uh, stay hydrated. Hydrate before you dehydrate. 
12. <laughs> um, have enough money for food if you're not bringing your own. Do not blow all of your money at the merch table. If you are going to blow... Unless your... it's time to leave. Yes. Yeah. If you, as long, you know, Make sure you have gas money and yeah, you know, some, some money for, for a McD's run. Keep all that shit together. That's good. Yeah. And, uh, hey, uh, hit me up if you are going to the gathering um, and are potentially able to pick up some extras of whatever fucking exclusive shit that they have, because every fucking gathering they do, hit me up. I will throw money at you digitally to grab me shit. I need that audio so bad. So, yeah. I think that's, that's about that's it. About it. It's that's, time. That's, that's a good PSA, and you know what? It's time to take them fagos that you've been just, just, just staring at this entire time. Yeah, and you, you down them. You down them, bitches. I'm still not down in mine, but I'm taking it to the first. How are you? <laughs> Later, everybody. Bye.